on, shake a few people's hands. Maybe some people you don't know. God is good, amen? If you have your Bibles, let's go ahead and open up to 1 Corinthians this morning. 1 Corinthians in chapter 4. 1 Corinthians in chapter 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 1. First Corinthians chapter four in verse one. Here in just a little while, we are gonna have a special opportunity to dedicate some children to the Lord. Amen. Dedicate them to the Lord and pray for them this morning. And so as I as we prepare to do that, I want to share a little bit, and I want to share concerning stewardship. Share concerning stewardship, and it'll kind of lead into what we're about to do here this morning. But let's look at the Word of God. If you have it, say amen. And the Word reads like this. Let a man regard us in this manner as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. In this case, moreover, it is required, somebody say it's required. What does that word required mean? That means required. It is required of stewards that one be found trustworthy. Somebody say trustworthy. Now I'm going to read that again. He says, let a man regard us in this manner. In other words, regard Yourself regard each other in this manner as servants of Christ. Do we have any servants of the Lord in here? Not servants of self, but servants of Christ. 
Amen. Jesus gets all the glory. He gets all the honor. He gets all the praise. At the end of the day, out of everything we do, amen, Jesus is the one that gets the recognition. As servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God, and in this manner, moreover, it is required of stewards that one be found trustworthy. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you for your sweet presence in this house this morning, God. Father, I just ask you, Lord, to anoint this word today. Father, as I decrease and you increase, Lord God, just illuminate your word, anoint your word. Speak to your people, God, so that we can be more effective as servants and so we can be more effective as stewards and so we can understand what, amen, this whole thing of Christianity is about. And Father, I thank you today, God. You are so worthy, Jesus. Have your way. Forgive us for our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand, praise, amen. So I'm going to talk to you this morning a little bit as we get started here about stewardship. And the Bible begins to talk about regarding us in this manner, in the manner, first of all, of servants of the Lord. We've been talking a lot about servanthood lately. And as well as servants of Christ, also stewards, amen, as well. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about stewardship this morning because one thing that we begin to come to realize, amen, as Christians, as born-again believers, washed in the blood of Jesus, amen, heaven-bound, forgiven, redeemed, our sins are as far as the east is from the west, amen, believers in Jesus Christ, what we'll begin to realize is that we are now also stewards, amen, of God. And when we talk about the word steward or we talk about the word stewardship, what this literally means is a house manager. And a steward is a manager of a household and the possessions of his master. Now, if we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, how many of y'all know he is our master? And so a steward manages and he invests and administers his master's possessions. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but the Bible says that everything in the book of Psalms belongs to the Lord. You know, in us as Christians, when we begin to be saved, how many of y'all know that we belong to the Lord, amen, in that manner as well? The Bible says that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, that you were bought with a price, that you don't belong to yourself. And so what does he say? Glorify God with your body. So our very life, our very being, amen, our very existence, our very life belongs to God. And so the steward was in charge of the master's house. His housekeeping, his finances, his servants, and often even his children. 
And the steward had to understand that nothing he managed belonged to him. That nothing that he managed belonged to him. And realistically, stewards didn't even own themselves in many cases. Are y'all with me today? I'm going somewhere. And so I want to talk to you about this a little bit today. And if you would turn with me to the book of Luke in chapter 16. Luke in chapter 16, and I'm going to start in verse 1. Because I think if you can really grab a hold of this truth, it'll begin to transform your outlook. It'll begin to transform your life. See, a lot of times we want uh, to have some things that are ours. I want some things that are mine. I want some things that are, are in my name. Well, I'm going to share something with you today, amen? But I want to talk, first of all, at a, chapter 16 and verse 1. Because there's a difference between stewardship and proprietorship. And this is a mentality that we have to begin to grab a hold of today. Because we have to begin to understand that everything we have and everything we are is really God's. Everything that we have, including our own life, and everything that we are, is really God's. And when we begin to grab a hold of a revelation of this, it's going to begin to transform, first of all, the way that we look at things, but it's also going to begin to transform the way that we handle things. Let's look in chapter 16 and verse 1. I'll get there. Y'all are there. Amen. I see you up there on the board. Praise the Lord. In verse 1, if you have it, say amen. Now, he was also saying to the disciples, there was a rich man who had a manager. And this manager was reported to him as squandering his possessions. And he called him and said to him, what is this? I hear about you. Give an accounting of your management, for you can no longer be manager. And the manager said to him, What shall I do? Since my master is taking the management away from me, I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. And I know what I shall do, so that when I am removed from the management, People will welcome me in their homes. And he summoned each one of his master's debtors. And he began saying to the first, how much do you owe my master? And he said, a hundred measures of oil. And he said to him, take your bill and sit down quickly and write 50. And then he said to another, and how much do you owe? And he said, a hundred measures of wheat. And he said to him, take your bill and write 80, and his master praised the unrighteous manager because he had acted shrewdly, 
For the sons of this age are more shrewd in relation to their own kind than the sons of light. God is good, amen? Now here we are, the Bible compares Christians to stewards. And we are God's stewards, amen? And and the early believers, they saw in the steward a pattern or a picture of the Christian church. They saw a picture of God who is the rich man of the house, amen, the church and every believer as a steward. God as the master and every believer, amen, as the manager. Now, I want you to grab a hold of this today because not only is it in our possessions, but it's also in our lives. Not only is it in our finances, but it's also in what we do, amen, with our bodies. Are y'all with me today? See, a lot of people think of stewardship and they think of how I'm dealing with my finances and, and this and that, and that is very true. But if your life was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, how many of y'all know you belong to God? And how many of y'all know you're going to give an account for what you've done with this life? You're going to give an account for what kind of manager you were of this temple of God. And you're also going to give an account, amen, of the other things that God entrusted you with. The other things that God put in your life. What have you done with it? And I've been sharing before and I share it again. I know we want to say on that last day that Jesus will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with what I've entrusted you with. See, that's why it's important for us to begin to, not our will be done, but his will be done. That's why whenever we sit in front of that judgment, amen, at that beam of judgment, at that judgment seat of Christ, amen, and what we are going to be judged is not for our past sins, but for what we have done with this very life that God has given us. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say we're stewards. Somebody say we're managers of what belongs to our master. Hopefully God is your master. Amen. And so a Christian steward has to understand this, that nothing he manages belongs to him. We have to understand that everything we have and everything we are is really God's. You know, I tell the, tell the guys, you know, in the ministry sometimes, I say, we've got to be good stewards of this. This belongs to God. Are y'all with me today? These vehicles belong to God, and you've been called to be a manager of them. Well, pastor, they're not in my name. Well, even if they were in your name, you quit paying and see if it belongs to you. The bank will take it. Hello? Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? So in the modern-day church, we have the proprietorship mentality. And the proprietorship mentality is an attitude of ownership. And we begin to think that we own everything in the rich man's house. And that's what brings about the spirit of proprietorship. Amen. 
Now, I'm going to talk to you about the steward in his life for just a minute because some Christians have a wrong view of life. We don't view ourselves as stewards of our lives, but we view ourselves as proprietorship or owner of our lives. But the call to stewardship is a call to sacrifice. Are y'all with me today? Jesus paid the price. You were dead in your trespasses and sins. And he made you alive in Christ Jesus. You were on your way to a devil's hell. Amen. And he saved you and gave you eternal life. He died upon the cross of Calvary so that you could live. Your life belongs to him. And not only your life, but everything in your life, including your children. I'm going to tell you this. Your children belong to God. He's the one that created them, amen, in this mother, in the mother's womb. He's the one that formed them. Are y'all with me today? You're just the manager of them. And what kind of manager are you going to be? Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen. We've got to be people that say, you know what, God, my life is not my own. Y'all remember singing that song? Yeah. Somebody's singing it. And you do with my life whatever you desire, amen? See, men who give up their right to run their own life, to take the way and the path of convenience and comfort, it means that you lay aside your likes, your dislikes, in order to do the will of God, amen? You know, when we're talking about ministry, Amen. Ministry without sacrifice doesn't exist. And a lot of times people today, they want to do a work for God, but they want God to use their life, but without any kind of sacrifice. And they say, well, where am I going to live? Or what kind of car am I going to drive? Or what is my salary going to be? But how many of y'all know the call to stewardship is a call to self-denial? How many of y'all know he says, seek first my kingdom and my righteousness and everything shall be added unto you? You know, as we look at the cross, the cross, self has to die. The problem is that we don't want to die. To die to self is to change, and we don't want to change. And we have this proprietorship mentality, and this proprietorship mentality is an attitude of ownership. This is my life. I want to go live my life how I want to live it. How many of y'all said that before? I remember being a teenager saying that. This is my life. I want to go live it how I want to live it. Some of us are still teenagers in the Lord, amen? But when we begin to think that our lives belong to us, that's what brings about this spirit of proprietorship. Or, and so the call to stewardship is a call to die to self in order to serve and to do the will of God, amen? 
So we don't view ourselves as stewards of our bodies, but we view ourselves as proprietors of our bodies. Amen. But this is the wrong way to think of things because the Christian body is a temple, like I shared with you. It's a dwelling place of God's spirit. Now, I don't know about you, but I want to be found as a good steward of what God has entrusted me with. Now, God has entrusted each and every one of you with something today. Are you with me today? And the question is, is what are you going to do with it? When we look at this scripture in chapter 16, we were looking here at an unrighteous steward. He says there was a rich man who had a manager, amen, or a steward. And this manager or this steward was reported to him as squandering his possessions. What are you doing with the things that God has entrusted you with? What are you doing with the things that he's made you overseer of? And he called him and he said to him, what is this I hear about you? Give an accounting of your management for you can no longer be manager. He removed him from being manager. Because why? Because he wasn't found to be a man, a good manager or a good steward of what he had entrusted him with. Somebody say, we got to be a good steward. And the manager said in verse 3 to himself, what shall I do since my master is taking the management away from me? I am not strong enough to dig and I am ashamed to beg. And I know what I shall do so that when I am removed from the management, people will welcome me into their homes. And he summoned each one of his master's debtors. And he began saying to the first, how much do you owe my master? And he said, a hundred measures of oil. And he said to him, take your bill and sit down quickly and write 50. God is good, amen. You know, sometimes we have the wrong view of even our material possessions. We don't view ourselves as stewards of material things. We view ourselves as owners of material things. We don't view ourselves as stewards of God's money. We view ourselves as proprietorships or owners of God's money. Amen. And this is a mentality and an attitude of ownership. And we think that money and houses and cars and clothing, amen, belong to us. Are y'all with me today? But how many of y'all know they belong to God? And not only that, amen, but also our time. How many of y'all know our time belongs to God? What are you doing with your time? Are you watching TV and eating Zoom Zooms and Wham Whams? Hello? If you're as busy as, if you're serving in ministry, you don't have time to watch TV and eat Zoom Zooms and Wham Whams. There's a whole lot of work to be done. There's a whole lot of saved souls to be saved. There's a whole lot of lives to be changed. Hello. God is good, amen. But if we belong to God, amen, 
then we're responsible unto him for what we do with what he gives us. And God is even the Lord of our time, amen? In just a few moments, I'm going to ask the worship team to come forward. But in just a few moments, we're going to begin to dedicate some children to the Lord. And when we talk about dedicating children to the Lord, God has entrusted us. He's given us the stewardship of these children, the oversight, the management of these children. But they really belong to him. How many of y'all know that? We think our kids belong to us, but they really belong to God. Are y'all with me today? They really belong to God. We're just given the responsibility to be overseers of their life. And the question is, is with that responsibility, what are we going to do with it? Well, if they belong to God, then we need to be raising them in the way that God has called us to raise them. If they belong to God, then we need to be, amen, getting them prepared to do what God has called them to do. See, he gives them to us, and how many of y'all know we give, it, we give it back to him? And that's what it is, amen, when we're talking about dedicating our children to the Lord. Amen, we're saying, you know what, God, here, amen, I am giving this child back to you as your child. And not only that, but I'm committing, amen, I'm committed to raise them in the ways of the Lord. I'm, with, I'm, I'm, I'm committed, amen, to... First of all, live my life in a way that can provide an atmosphere and an environment where they can, amen, be nourished in the things of God. What are we teaching our kids? What are they, and I'm going to tell you, they learn more by what they see than, than what you're saying to them. So what are you doing around them? Are you cussing like a sailor? Are you watching inappropriate TV? Hello. God is good, amen. I just want us to see the the fact that we're just stewards, amen, of what belongs to God. We're just stewards. God is good, amen. going to read to you Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 4 it says do not provoke your children to anger by the way of you treat them rather bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord that comes from where the Lord so when we talk about don't provoke your children to anger, how many of y'all know this includes building up a child's positive self-image? And he says, bring them up. And this word includes nourishment and nurture. 
bring them up with the discipline and the instruction that comes from the Lord. In other words, it's our responsibility to be raising them in the things of God. It's our responsibility to instruct them about the things of God. It's our responsibility as stewards of them who will give an account. We will give an account. What have we done with what we've been entrusted with? Well, what did they see? They saw mom and dad fighting and cussing and that's not good stewardship. Hello. Then we wonder why they grow up fighting and cussing. Are y'all with me today? I'll be nice later. The word discipline, this word also includes instruction and spiritual guidance and training. We need to be instructing them. We need to be discipling them. We need to be training them in the ways of the Lord. The enemy wants more than anything, amen, to have his way. God is good, amen. So if it's your intention to present your child to the Lord and to pledge yourselves to bring your child up in the discipline and instructions of the Lord, then you need to dedicate your child to the Lord today. Come on, stand to your feet right now. As stewards, not owners, not owners, as stewards. Not not a spirit of proprietorship, but a spirit of stewardship. We've got to be good stewards. We're held accountable. If God has blessed you in that way, you're accountable. Come on, let's go to the Lord and let's worship Him this morning. Amen.
giving up on better days There are memories we can't erase Lay it all down Lay it all down We've come to fear what we can't explain And there's nothing here that can ease the pain Lay it all down Lay it all down
I'm going to ask all the families and parents that um, have come today in order to dedicate their children to the Lord. And we're just going to line up across here in the front here. If y'all can bring the children forward. Melody and Mia Plaskett. Melani. She went to go get her. I know Melani's name. And Malachi. Is Malachi here? Oh, they're all in the back. Do what? They're gonna act up. And Elijah, praise the Lord. As they are coming, I'm gonna read this scripture to you in Luke 18 and 15. It says, Then the people began to bring babies to him. Y'all can some of y'all can come on this side across somewhere. then the people began to bring the babies to him so that he would put his hands on them but when the disciples noticed it they frowned on them but Jesus called them to him and said you must let little children come to me and you must never prevent their coming and the kingdom of God belongs to little children like these and I tell you The man who will not accept the kingdom of God is like a little child who will never get into it at all. And I'm going to come down here real quick. And in just a moment, we're going to pray for these children. But before we do, praise the Lord. Look at all these beautiful children. God's got a great plan for these young men and women. Amen. God created them in their mother's womb. He's the one that knitted them together. Y'all believe that? And I'm going to get y'all to repeat after me. Or actually, if you'll just answer by saying, we do. Do you here this day recognize your child as the gift of God and give heartfelt thanks for God's blessing? Amen. Do you here this day dedicate your child to the Lord who gave him or her to you? And do you here this day pledge as parents that you will bring up your children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord? And do you here this day promise to give your child every possible benefit of home, of education, and of church? Do you here this day ask God's blessing upon your child's life to guide, to guard, and to direct your child through all his or her years? Amen. 
and we're going to praise Miss Heather here. We're going to need y'all's help. If y'all, in just a moment, we're going to pray for these children. Amen. And we're going to pray God's blessing over them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Here we go. This is Milani and Mia. Amen. Hey, baby. Hey, precious. Hey, precious. All right, we're going to pray for them. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus. Lord, we know that there's power in the name of Jesus. Come, King Jesus. Come, King Jesus. Father God, we ask God that you protect them today, God, in the name of Jesus. Anoint them, Father God. Use them in a mighty way, God. Hallelujah. Father God, we bind the enemy that's coming against their lives. Father God, we know, God, that, Lord, you have great plans for them, God. And Father, we thank you for that today, God. Hallelujah. We're going to continue to pray. If y'all will pray with us, amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you today, God plead the blood of Jesus over them Father in the name of Jesus Father God we thank you Jesus we thank you for the parents Lord we thank you for their dedication Father God to raise these kids in the ways of the Lord to raise these children in the ways of the Lord Father God I plead the blood of Jesus over them Father God in the name of Jesus hallelujah oh you're worthy God oh you're worthy Jesus hallelujah Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. Praise the Lord. What's going on, Bishop? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I plead the blood of Jesus. Father God, by faith. Father God, I ask God for a special protection over this child. In the name of Jesus, Lord, guard him. Protect him, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are so worthy, my King. Oh, Jesus, anoint them, Father God. Hallelujah. All right, Bishop. Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, plead the blood of Jesus by faith today, Father God. Oh, you're so worthy, King Jesus. Come, my King, Father God, to loose your anointing, God, loose your purpose. Father, you are so worthy, God. Lord, I thank you today, God. I praise you today, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for all these children, Lord, as we dedicate them unto you, God. As just mere stewards, Father God, of what belongs to you today. Father, I thank you, Lord, for these men and women that are committed to raise them in the ways of the Lord, Father. So on this day, God, we are returning these children back to you, God. Back to you. They're your kids. They're your children, Father. And, Lord, we're going to raise them in a way that you've called us to raise them. Father, I thank you, Lord. I pray blessings over these families, God, today. In Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God. Y'all can frame those and put them somewhere. Miss Heather, you're not done yet. It's announcements. 
Come on, let's give the Lord a hand. Praise for the children. Amen. quick while she's getting ready to give the announcements I do want to let y'all know something uh, we um, we had the opening service today for Victory Life Church in Pakistan and uh, for the new building we had a ribbon cutting this morning and we had a service amen it was a powerful service it was packed out it was so packed they had to move the chairs out of the room amen and let everybody sit on the floor amen and so it was, it was exciting. It's a blessing, man. This lady, uh, many people got healed, but this one lady in particular, she uh, couldn't lift her arm up. Amen. And there was something wrong with her arm. And we prayed for her, and she was able to lift her arm all the way above her head. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. She was healed right there on the spot in the name of Jesus. And, uh, you know, there's many others. And so praise the Lord. God is good. Amen. And God is doing great things. As we take the gospel to the four corners of the earth. And so we're excited about that. Amen. It was a wonderful time. And uh, I'm going to let Miss Heather share with you. But I do want to say one thing. Tomorrow we normally have Get Connected here. She's going to share it. But we're going to be at New Hope Baptist Church in Canton, Texas. Amen. Lifting up the name of Jesus tomorrow. New Hope Church, Baptist Church in Canton, Texas. And so if all y'all can be a part of that, amen. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a hand praise, amen. I'm going to hurry this along because I know we have stuff to do today. Um, first, I want to thank everybody uh, for that beautiful gesture this morning for me and Pastor Raymond. We appreciate it. Um, you know, one of the hardest things about being a pastor's wife is... He's not only your husband, but he's your pastor. And so submission is a little bit harder. Um, and so, but I love him and I, I love the man of God that he is. Um, I found this poem and it's called, Why Pastor Why? It says, as I see you standing there behind the pulpit, reading from God's word, I think back to all those wonderful blessed sermons from you that I've heard. No, there's no secret why God brought you out. Oh, the many times your joy has made me shout. You see, Pastor, there was a reason that God saved your soul, because he knew that serving him with all your heart would be your life's goal. You see, Pastor, there was a reason that it was you that God chose. It was not your good looks, perfect hair, and stylish clothes. No. Pastor, the reason that God reached down his hand and saved you. Let there be no doubt. The reason God chose you is because he knew how you would turn out. The reason, Pastor, that you mean so much to me is that when I look at you, it's Jesus that I see. For in your footsteps, I so gratefully go. Because I know that I'm following God when I follow you. And so um, I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for the long road. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the man that he has turned out to be. Um, it was a long road. It was a really long road. And uh, I know I don't tell him often, and I 
and probably one of his hardest disciples because I'm his wife, but I, I love him and I'm grateful for him. And so um, on that note, happy Pastor's Appreciation Day. <laughs> um, now let's get to these announcements. One day I'm gonna do this and not cry, okay? But I'm an emotional person and emotions, it just comes out. So um, today, the best part of today is there is food after church. Everybody say food after church. Um, I also want to remind you that uh, it is October. Kimberly has made beautiful boxes out there. We need your new socks, not your stinky socks. Um, we also are going to do a uh, trick or trunk or treat in uh, Ben Wheeler on October 31st. And we're going to do trunk or treating. And so we ask that if you can sign up, uh, get with Amanda May, Savannah, Kim, me. Uh, we're going to decorate some cars out and we're going to go be a blessing in the community uh, and be a positive part of it. Uh, Pastor already said tomorrow, instead of get connected, you're going to New Hope Baptist in Canton at 7 p.m. Men's prayer breakfast is Saturday, October 14th at 8 a.m. Uh, baptism service is Sunday, October 22nd uh, at Flatwood Church, which is now Rivers of Grace. Service begins at 1030. If you need to get baptized, please get a hold of Pastor Raymond or I or one of your leaders. And then I've already done trunk or treat. Uh, the trunk or treat, the sign-up sheets are at the welcome table with Amanda May on your way out. Uh, if, and I think that's all we have. So. Hey, um, so this sign-up is going to be at the back of, at, at the welcome table. And we need y'all to sign up for that. It's actually on October 31st. We switched it, and we're going to do something collaborated with the city of Ben Wheeler. And so we are asking you to sign up for that. And we're going to have a meeting after church next Sunday, amen, to discuss what that looks like. And so please sign up at the welcome table as you're leaving out and sign up for that if you know and if it's if you have a multiple people in your family we need to know how many people are going to be willing to serve or have them sign up on their own and uh, be, let's get ready to serve let's get ready to be a part of this amen and be a blessing to the community and um we're gonna we're gonna move out of here amen the homeboys homegirls will stay seated for a minute we're gonna move out of here and then we're gonna re uh redo this in here to where we can have a meal in here amen but I do want to say thank you all very much, and thank you for the, for the little thing earlier with the cards, amen. You know, if we look at it, we really, we ought to be grateful. We ought to be grateful for what God's done, and we ought to be grateful for the men and women of God that God's put in our life. You know, the, that's the way that we stay victorious, is to be grateful. If we're not grateful, we're, 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 we're not going to be victorious. And then we start worrying about me, 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 me. You know what I'm saying? What's in it for me? What am I getting? Amen. And you won't have the joy of the Lord like that. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. So you won't have any strength. And then you'll want to quit. And then you'll want to give up. So you got to stay grateful. You got to stay grateful. You know, I'm grateful to the men of God that God placed in my life. I'm grateful to the women of God that God placed in my life. And I'm grateful to God. Amen. And so anyways, you want to stay grateful. Man, if you're not grateful right now, you just need to repent. You'll be all right. Amen. 
God is good. He'll fill you back up. Are y'all with me? Because God is, you're here today. You're breathing. You're awake. You're living. Hello? And not only that, you're blessed. You just can't see it because you're blind. But that's okay because at 6 o'clock tonight, we're going to have some glasses that are going to be provided. So if you're blind, just come here and get your glasses. Amen? And God will give you some vision. Either that or go to the Lord in prayer and he'll show you. But 6 o'clock tonight, we will have the glasses. Yes. One more, two more things. Uh, I know it's getting late. Um, the kids actually have a performance they're going to do for you quickly. And the other thing is, um, you know, when we come to the home, um, it's, it's a long process. It's a year. We tell people when they come in, it's one of the hardest things that you're ever going to have to do. And we basically tell you it's spiritual boot camp. And it's not meant to be easy. It's meant to bring out your character. It's meant to bring out your flaws. So that way God can start working on you so you can be forever changed. And, but we also mark the, you know, when you come in, we see you, and we see you when your one year is here, and we get to watch you change through the whole process. And so I have a spiritual daughter who came, and when she came, she came from California, and when she came here, she came with the intention of um, just visiting her mother. And when she came, she fell in love with Jesus. And she started praying and she said, I want, you know, my boyfriend to come, which is Christian. And I know he's going to get a hold of God and he's going to get changed. And I want to be here with my son and I want to have a beautiful family. And, and then she came and as she grew and she started to develop, she said, this is my family. This is my home. I've never had a permanent place. These are the people that I want to be with. And so I have watched Leah grow from when she first walked in till now. She still has a long way to go. But God is working on her. And so I want to congratulate Leah for her one-year accomplishment. I didn't want to leave, and I got a plane ticket home. I did. I got a plane ticket home. I said, I'm going home, and um, I started praying for Christian, for God to change his heart, and the day I called him to tell him I was going to be home, he told me to cancel it because he was coming to Texas, and that's just a day I always remember because I thought it was impossible. Like, I didn't think that would ever happen, but God does the impossible, so. And then, um, Savannah, do you, do you want to introduce your, we have an amazing uh, future worship team coming up, and God is using these kids, Savannah is phenomenal with them. All right, girls, so if you'll come up here, these kids are going to send us out worshiping Jesus today. When we were talking about a song that we were going to do and this song came on, it was really powerful because they were so free when they were preparing for this and they were worshiping God with all of our, their hearts. And, and God, that's what God wants us to be like. He wants us to be childlike. And as we were preparing, every single person that walked through this room started worshiping Jesus and started dancing and just living in that freedom. And it was through these kids. And so uh, they're going to send us out that way today. And they've been working really hard on it. And um, I'm excited for them to show you.
Hello. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I thought they uh, died on me over there. Amen. So, uh, amen. This song, man, uh, is now, after I sing it, it will be my least favorite song. Okay. This practicing makes you don't like songs. Okay. But it's Toby Mac, and it's called, uh, you know, Light Shines Bright. And, you know, as you know, as a dedication to the baby service and, you know, a one-year graduation, man, just seeing how God is going to do something through somebody's life makes it shine it makes you when you accept jesus christ as your savior there's a shine there's a light inside of you that can't be put out amen turn it up By the millions This is the only world we know And for now this rental's our home If we're gonna be a reflection Gotta make this the rock glow Just so you know Shine might be more than me, see I Anytime you see that sparkle in the dark You might look deeper, 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 deeper Yo, that smile might be joy That's connected to the spirit The spirit might be contagious If you dare, you dare come near it I remember, can't forget Peace that you can't second guess Sparkle as the light reflects We writing favorite forward check Where we go? Music for the people to illuminate the show Light shines bright everywhere we go Here we go, light shine bright, light shine bright, here we go, light shine bright, light shine bright. Amen, today I want to give a special shout out to, amen, the man of God of the house, amen, let's put our hands together for Pastor Raymond Zyper. Don't forget it, don't ever drop it. Holy Ghost gonna come down and rain in the light. Let the light shine, God. Shining bright on us, God. Amen. Lift up your holy hands and sing it to a God that deserves it. Sing it to him. Sing a, sing a song of joyful praise. 
for the people. Come on, that shine bright everywhere we go. Amen. Let's pray right quick to be dismissed. Amen. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for the de baby dedication today, God. We want to thank you, Father God, for everything you're doing today. God, we want to specially pray over our pastor, God, Pastor Raymond, as you protect him and you guide him as we are his sheep. God, we want to thank you for this day. We ask you to let us go out blessed and come back blessed. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints of God said. Amen.